you shave your balls, so you just flush it down with the poo. Yeah, that won't work. Why not? Because after a while, all that all that hair and shit is gonna condense into one giant piece, and it's gonna clog the shit out of your drink. I don't think See, it'll clog the shit out of your pooper. What some people do, myself included, I do it in the shower, but I'll I'll back up the the drain so that not not completely back it up, but make it so that things still has to get caught in it, and then. No, it's too much work. I'll I'm gonna start. Up. I'm gonna start shaving my balls on while I'm taking a shit. If your if your downstairs looks anything like up top, that's a lot of fucking hair for you to deal with. Dude, just go Afro balls, man. Like, like old, recording it, old seventies yeah. bush. Yeah, <laughs> like old school seventies, just dong bush. Elephant with an afro. <laughs> <laughs> that's about how where you would edit it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Afro balls. <laughs> Here comes the taints. <laughs> Welcome right. to Others. <laughs> Let's take the taints. Sorry. What flavor is this? <laughs> Beaches and cream. Afro balls. A- after we're talking about balls and taint. What flavor is this? One t- 112 flavor? Now I gotta edit that song in. Damn it! Dreaming again? Which song? <laughs> Shit! It, it's Modelo and he's Mexican so it doesn't count. No, I am. What song do you have? We gotta, take a, celebra- we, we gotta take a celebratory shot later. Yeah, no. Alright, so welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck just a little bit less. Here recorded on the FTC, edited at Lazarus Base Studios, recorded in high quality audio for your beautiful enjoyment two days before Father's Day. Recorded on Father's Day. June 17th to be aired. June 26th. 26th. 2016. We submit for your approval your weekly source of audio debauchery. I'm Ronnie Sunil. Uh, I'm Adam Flores. <laughs> I'm Ronnie Sunil. Uh, and then I'm Nelson, I mean Caesar Valdez. And here's Gay Jonah. And we'd like to say good morning, Stephen Michael Party Hard Barter. Yes. So, did you hear the show that we just had with Something Gate where they said that you sound exactly like one of the guys from the other shows? Oh, yes. Yeah. Vaguely, yes. I don't hear it. I don't hear it either. I don't, I don't know what. Maybe you guys know me t- for too long, so you guys distinguish my voice with my face. That's what it is. I suppose. Yeah. You are distinguished. Sometimes. I gotta tell you, it was really rough doing that intro. <laughs> I don't know how you get through it. Like, let me see if I can pull this off. Have I ever gotten through it clean? Like, you- <laughs> yeah. 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 I usually end up editing it. So. Yeah. But you have some good moments. It depends what I'm drinking, I guess. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Alright, so. Oh, you, gotta, you gotta squeeze the squeezy part to get more juice up to the. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah, hit the squeezy part. Don't, 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 don't squeeze it too much. Burn it. You just need the juice to wet the cotton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Don't, don't spill the juice. We got a really big show for you guys today. We got lots, a lot of topics to talk about. We might go off. Our usual tangents of topics, and we might do our own little thing today. But uh, rest assured, same old funny, free shit coming your way. So, you want to just jump right into the shoutouts, or you got anything that you want to address first? Uh, let's jump into shoutouts. All right. <coughs> oh, okay, so of course, shoutout today. We're shoutout to Maria. Uh, thank you for taking care of the kids. Thank you for the Father's Day present that I haven't received yet, but I'm sure it's going to be awesome. So, so, thank you for that. Maria's going to do what I usually do for her on Christmas time, which is she's going to send me on a scavenger hunt to find my present, which is a lot harder to do than people think. That kind of creeps me out. Why? Have you seen the movie Gone Girl? No. Okay. Oh, true. I was thinking Saw. Mm, yeah. I don't think it's that dramatic. Or at least I hope not. Shout out to Rodney, myself, Nelson, who else? Lepe, Jared, Nick. Who else is dead in our little circle? Jonah, David Merkel, of course. All your fathers. Armando. Everyone that's been on the show, every, every guest Omar. that is a dad. Omar, of course. Three times over dead. That we know of. Dads are not, yeah. Dads are not given enough credit in this world. Everyone looks to the mom. And a little pre-fuck you to all the women out there. It's a shout out, but fuck you, because yes, it is important that you know you play the role of both mom it's, and dad. It's a shout fuck. A 
fuck show. But you have Mother's Day. That's your day. Leave the dead shit to the dads. We get it. We get it. You're a hardworking woman and you have to play both roles. I understand. But let's be fair. You're not putting on a mustache and teach your kid how to fucking, I don't know, change an alternator. If you are as a mom, that's even more awesome. But not to say that that's a mom job. I'm going to I'm gonna get myself in trouble. But no, what I'm saying there's, is... There's, roles, there's roles of a father that a, a mother a can't, yeah, can't fulfill. Just as much as a father, because there are single fathers, can't fulfill the same roles as a mother. Right? There, there are no dads out there that are just like, shout out to all the dads that are breastfeeding their kids because the mom's not here to do it. Like, there's none of that shit. Like, dude, being a dad's hard. But at the same time, best job I've ever had. Oh, of course. It's, it's like the most rewarding thing I've ever done. But it's like, it's fucking hard. Because it's like... When you're a dad and you're a responsible dad and you're taking care of your kids, you basically give up everything who you are. It's like you have a girlfriend, you get married, the wedding. Once you once you buy that ring, you're game over. There's no attention to you, like nobody gets shit. She's the fiance, and then she's the bride. Maybe you get a family dog. Then you get a family dog, and it's like then you have kids. So then you're like it's mom, kids, dog, dad, like in order priorities. It's it's kind of tough. It is. I mean, it's not, it's not easy. It for sure isn't easy being dead, but I absolutely love it. I love practicing for it. But, n- but nothing... But you don't, <laughs> no, no greater reward. I can't... I, yeah, I gotta say, it's like... I can assume... I can only assume by watching both of you guys be dead. And shout out to the Godfather over here. Yeah, but my role is not as big as your role. Your role is in a different aspect, where my role is to be the disciplinarian and, you know... Here's what's happening. Here's what you got to do. The end. I'm that man figure in your life. You are the, all right, your dad's gone. Let's go do, you know, let me break it down to you in a gentler I feel, way. I feel like fathers are the ones that, well, at least in like in my case, like mothers are usually more nurturing. And fathers are always the ones that kind of just don't bullshit you, more or less. I know like with my pops, my mom can be like on my side for a lot of things, even when I'm being a complaining little bitch. But then my dad will tell me about like, you're being a complaint, you know, you're complaining like a little bitch, Mm. which is, uh, which is the role of a father that should be just to like, to let you know that life is not always going to be sunshine and rainbows and not everybody's going to be on your side and you got to stand your ground for the most of your. your Now, your secondary role is Godfather. Pay for the quinceanera? No, because there won't be one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You say that now. You say that now. She already had a presentation. That's as far as I'm uh, getting. You're going to see uh, once it comes. Your your secondary job is, if I'm not around, to whoop somebody's ass if it comes down to it. Well, yeah, of course. That's a given. Or even if I am there, help me whoop somebody's ass if it comes down to it. <laughs> uh, that's it for my shout-out. Shout-out to all the dads out there. Love you guys. Uh, same thing. Shout-out to my pops. He's uh, always been there for me. Like he's he, There was points where... Are you crying? No, no, Why not yet. Why are you yet. crying? I'm not crying yet. The older I get, the closer my father and I get. But I think it's just because he's kind of realizing, you know, what he's, the amount of work. And I'm pretty sure he's just happy that I'm not gay. Or dead. Not that I, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I think that my dad was just happy that I wasn't. Speaking of which, it's Gay Pride Parade this week, right? And of course, you know, shout out to all the gay people out there. Of course, we, uh, we understand that it was a complete tragedy what happened in Orlando, so we wanted to make sure to give our support to any oh, lifestyle. Right. Any lifestyle. Doesn't as long as they listen to UT Change. But it's yeah. not my lifestyle? No. Mm-hmm. So, back to you. You want to suck dick? You can suck dick. Yeah, yeah. more power to you, because I can't, Lord knows I can't. Or maybe I just haven't found the right one. <laughs> like Lucy K. <laughs> This guy might have a wonderful thing. I might look at it and be like, oh, that's going in my mind. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty much it to my pops and to you guys. Uh, you guys are all fathers now. Everybody that I know that is a father now. It's kind of cool to see. It's like you, Brandon, and Ryan are the, are the one, and uh, Stephen Michael Barr are the only ones like, hey, you guys can keep that 
Yeah, true. Last of the Mohicans for now. Tatanka. No, that's <laughs> that's fucking uh, Dance of the Yeah, that's the Dance of the Wolves. <laughs> Ronnie, what do you got? Uh, shout out to my wife for... Um, uh, I, I know the girls have a Father's Day barbecue plan, so you know, I know they're working hard on it. She's got the kids working on a present for me, which is you know super nice. Uh, birthday shout outs. Shout outs to... Wait, the barbecue's here, right? Yeah. I'm like, there's not two barbecues, right? <laughs> Uh, shout outs to, did we shout out to Frankie's sister? It's her birthday coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my friend Brianne. Shout out to my friend Jessica. has been a friend for a while. Uh, shout out to Megan, Alexandria, and, uh, my friend Susie. Did you say Brianne? Brianne. Like B-R-I-E-N-N-E? Yeah. Without the second E. Like a Tarth? Tarth? Brianne of Tarth? Brianne of Tarth. It's from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. We're gonna talk about that bullshit Gap. later, too. Any other ones? Good? Uh, no. It's it for shout outs. Oh, can I do one more shout-out? Go ahead. To myself? Can I do a shout-out to myself? Oh, yeah. One of the, one for of the, moving the on, for one of my the finest hire. off, uh, one of the finest people of the, the greater Chicagoland area. Yeah, one of the finest, yeah. yeah. So One of Chicago's su- actual finest people. It's like a vague as possible, but yeah, for getting hired. Fist pump. There you go. Thank you. Let's get it. This dance is all shoulders. All shoulders. Mine's all hips. Podcast news this week. I am actually having a hard time distinguishing which cities are new on the stat board. Thank you so much to everybody who's listening. Thank you so much for the downloads. Uh, we appreciate all our listeners, and this is our opportunity to thank you guys across the country and around the world. Um, the only cities that I've seen that are new locally are Newburyport and Chula Vista. And even then, I think I've seen those names before. Del Boca Vista? Boca, yeah, Del Boca Vista. Vista View. Vista View Apartments. Uh, and, of course, thanks to our regular listening audiences, Aurora, Chicago, Hanover Park, Joliet, Bolingbroke, Oakland, Skokie, Elk Grove Village, Fort Wayne, in Indianapolis in the Chicagoland area. Across the country, in Wichita, Kansas, Missouri, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, D.C., Ashburn, Virginia, uh, leading the charts other than Chicago. On the East Coast, Miami and Fort Lauderdale. On the West Coast, San Jose, Mountain View, California, leading the listens on the West Coast. Long Beach, L.A., and internationally, Amsterdam, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Dublin, Ireland, and Chelsea, France. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you uh, hashtag UTJH all over the place. I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. Let us know how we're doing. Give us a call. That's uh, fuckpyutjh. That's fuck spelled like Spanish rape because there is no C. Or 385-743-8854. Leave some comments. We'll put you on the show. If you ever want a guest on the show, just give us a call. Spanish rape. Oh, yeah. It gets me every time. (laughs) We broke Caesar again. All right, so if that's all for podcast news, let's move on to... Uh... Oh, let's do a million dollar idea. I just got one we were talking about upstairs. Okay. So Caesar and I were talking about our new smartwatches. He's got a Garmin, and I got myself the Galaxy Gear S2. And we are talking about all the different watch options that we considered before purchasing the watches we got. And Caesar was talking about, what was it, like a $6,000 watch? No, it was like $600. Uh, $600, $600 watch. Just time to... Yeah. $600 watch that, you know, you can jump out of a plane with and it tells you how high yeah. you are. yeah. My million dollar idea for this week, a watch that tells you how balls deep you are in fucking somebody. <laughs> With an alarm that's like, too far, too far, don't get her pregnant. You just look down and you're like, where am I in here? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It, it's, called, it's called a ball timeter. <laughs> wow. You're welcome, internet. Uh, that's even more for a dictimeter. Like, you're welcome, world. A ball timeter? Wow. How deep is it? 
That's pretty bald. <sighs> yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. That's such a great idea. Approaching Tate. Approaching Tate. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to the um I just saw portion of the evening. All right, <sighs> um I just saw Zootopia. How, How was that? That is such a good movie. Such a good. Is movie. Is it a Pixar movie? It is not. It is a Disney animation movie. Huh. So this is this is along the same lines as Brave, Tangled, Frozen, and this. It's not Pixar. It's Disney's animation studio that's doing it. Was it good? Nelson told me before, and he's like, it's some of the best animation in terms of the uh, like the fur on the creatures and um, better than Monsters Inc. The textures, yeah, yeah. It actually is like when when you see just the little stuff. Like, it's, it's a lot of little stuff. And little things in the background. Like, um, instead of Macy's, there's Mousies. They have, like, Target bags as they're walking around. And it's little stuff like that that you catch. And instead of Uber, there's Zuber. But it's actually a really funny movie. And the voice acting is so good. You have Jason Bateman as a fox, as a sly fox, which fits perfectly. Jennifer Go- Goodwin. Because he wasn't very good as a wolf. Teen wolf. Jennifer Goodwin as... Ironically, Michael J. Fox was a better teen wolf. Sure was. Wow. Brought that full circle. Yeah. Jennifer Goodwin plays the bunny. I feel real shaky about that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, if you guys get a chance, check it out. Uh, you have kids. It's, it's another one of those movies where it's like, yes, I can have my kids watch it, and I'll enjoy it at the same time, which is pretty much what adults want when it comes to that kind of thing. And secondly, the only other thing that I've seen in the past week <clears throat> Excuse me. Is Game of Thrones, and I am now up to episode I think four of season three, and and it's the furthest I've ever gone. Thoughts? I see why people like it. I understand it. I still don't like the fact that you need you need you almost need to have like a tree in front of you and like like one of those giant walls with pins and ribbons to see who and belongs stuff, to, to what see family? who's related to whom because this person relates to this person, this person married to this family, but this family doesn't like that family. Yeah, but once family. you get to like. Once you get past, like, the first couple seasons, like, maybe, like, one or two. Or but like, I'm in season three, and I'm like, still, like, you guys keep introducing more and more people. Let's work on the people that we have. It is a lot of name-dropping, because there's a lot of connections to yeah. it, but it's still... Like, The Walking Dead for all, for but, all the problems. Right, but looking Walking past Dead, that, what do you think? Well, hold on. Like, walk, like I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, Walking Dead introduces new characters, but at this, in the same time, it'll introduce na- new characters and add them to the fold of what's happening in the show. Well, they add new characters with no backstory, no nothing, and just like, here, here's just this, or here's a name, or here's this guy. Um, besides that, the main problem I have with this show is every guy is a whiny bitch. Like? Like, the midget. You know, he's upset because, oh, well, I want to be Hand of the King, I want Castle Rocky doesn't get it. Rob is like, oh... Well, I should be able to marry who I want to marry for love. And it's like, dude, that's not the way this works. The the guy from the Iron Islands, from Pike. Uh, Theon Greyjoy. Bitch. Jon Snow. Bitch. <laughs> the fat dude from the Night's Watch. Bitch. I'm like, dude, where are the men? Everyone's in armor and everyone's a bitch. Jamie Lannister's one of the hardcoreest motherfuckers and he's still a bitch over his sister. It's because there's a lot of history and that's I get not that. explained because the, because the books are so I'm gonna tell in you depth. Who- I'm going to tell you who I think is the toughest guy in the show, and I'm sure somebody's going to have a problem with it. Arya's little Arya? No, the toughest guy. (laughs) Little Arya? Arya Besides Arya Arya and Brienne of Tarth, I would say that it's Bran. I'm going to go with the Hound. No, the Hound even bitched out. Like, he sees fire and he turns, it's fine. And then, you know, like... Because he got burnt! 
he's he's mulling down guy like dude after dude, and he sees fire, and he's just like, I give up on the war, and he just drops his sword and fucking walks away. Well, okay, yeah, I guess. Is this what you felt like during the wrestling episode? You know, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. See. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I, I don't want to go too much into it because it is a good show and it, it is worth watching. The, the production value in it is absolutely amazing. The um, the acting in it is absolutely amazing. See, it's like, just... I, I watch, I like watching the show because it just, it's for the pure fact that it's a show. Like, I understand that there's a book and all that. But and see, there's a you... lot of story behind it. So, I like to, there's, they leave a lot of unanswered questions that you kind of have to, like, make up on your own. Like, I know I could just pick up the book and read the book and read the story and know what's going to happen. But I kind of want to just enjoy this show just for the fact of it just being a show. Well, I thought the show's caught up to the book. Yeah, it is. Well, now they're starting to divert. Not really divert. They're just, they're just explaining a lot of backstory now. No, they said that, that starting with this season, the books and, and the show will not coincide. I doubt it. No, they already, they've already done it. You don't think, what's his name? Our George R. R. Martin has anything to say with what's going on? Who wrote it? Yeah, that's the other thing. Hold on. How many people are we going to have with that many fucking initials? Like A.A. A. Miley? <laughs> like J.R.R. Tolkien? Oh, bother. A.A. A. Ron? L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> so, anyway, that's it for me. Um, that's all I have for right so, now. Yeah. It is a good show. Like, even tonight, like, I can't wait to, to watch a show when we're all done, if I have the energy to do so. It's, it's, a, it's a good show to get addicted to. It is. It's one of the better, production value-wise and cinematography-wise and story-wise, yeah. it's a really good... And you get lot. titties. You get titties all over the place. So, like, bonus. Like, bonus titties. Okay, so quick left or right, because you guys are fans of this show and Mad Men. I'm not caught up on either. Okay. Have you started either? Nope. <laughs> are you trying to t- uh, ask me to pick... Left between, or right? Between, between Mad Men... What should I start first? I mean, you, you, mean I'm, I'm more partial to Mad Men. I don't think you'd be able to stay in Mad Men. Only because it is such a dry show. It is. It's a very dry show. Like, I like the drama. I don't. I think like two punches are thrown in the entire series. But Game of Thrones is like... Do, did you like any of the Lord of the Rings? No. Then you're not going to like Game See, of Thrones. See, I don't know. Game of Thrones has titties. Yeah, but it doesn't... I, it's, 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 it's like worth it. It's like Lord of the Rings. What, doesn't Erica Christensen... Is that chick Redhead and Mad Men? Have like no. Huge cans? Yeah, no, but because... you never see them. No, because it was it was on network television. It was on AMC. Oh. Game of Thrones is on HBO. She Hendrix. Like, Hendrix. Hendrix, yes. I want to get to this later, uh, maybe in substitute for Comic Cliff Notes, because I don't know if we have Comic Cliff She has in. absolutely hideous feet, by the way, so... Terribly ugly feet, yeah. That would be my number one choice to cast for Jean Grey, because I didn't like the new Jean Grey. We'll get, we'll get to that, yeah, I guess. Okay. Watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, I just saw. Uh, I just started watching Silicon Valley, where I'm pretty much all caught up on Silicon Valley. I heard that show's amazing. It's hilarious. Did you see him on Hot Ones? Yeah, the uh, TJ Hooker. Yeah, TJ Miller or Miller. <laughs> I don't know why. Why did, <laughs> no, no, TJ, why did I call him TJ Hooker? <laughs> Great show. I'm actually watching it a second time around because I and watching it a second time around. I'm picking up on shit that I missed initially. So it's pretty dry humor sometimes, but it's hilarious and it's really geeky and dorky, so it's a good show. Did you um, see the Chris D'Elia hot ones? Yes. I it wasn't that good. I didn't think it was as good as I thought. He didn't he has like he had like no energy. None. It was funny, like the like the, the parts that were funny were very funny, but But it wasn't as, as good as I anticipated to be honest. Yeah. And then I just saw Warcraft. Oh really? Terrible, in my opinion. I didn't like it. There, uh, I feel like there's no reason for me to watch that movie. There really was like um, there was a lot of actors that you've seen in movies that you're like, oh man, I like this actor, but they're put they're put like to the front line as actual you know main characters, and you're like, oh, this is based on World of Warcraft. Yeah, 
But I mean, have you played World of Warcraft? Yes, but like earlier on when I was younger. But it's still there's nothing to appreciate. Video game movie, video games to be made into movies are a difficult thing to do because in video games, it's up to your imagination to fill in whatever storyline that you really want to, or to get submerged submerged into the movie. But you know, to translate it into a movie is just awkward because you know a lot of video games have like all these backstories and different. You know, every time you you know you buy the second one and all that stuff. So, and then I just saw Conjuring Two. Don't, don't was it good? It was creepy. Yes. Fuck you, number one, for going to see a, a horror movie without me. <laughs> don't be upset. Your schedule didn't permit for us to go. It absolutely does. <laughs> don't be mad. Are you crying? Are you crying? Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Where are you crying? Who did you go with? <laughs> Just with the soccer thing. <laughs> was it a female woman? <clears throat> no, I went by myself. Oh, well, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. How apropos. Mm. And go fuck yourself for that as well, then. Anything else? Was it good? Out of five stars? No, it was good. It was pretty good. Out of five stars... Better than the first? I'm going to go with... Baby Tired? I'm going to give it like maybe like a 3.75, almost 4. Well, Rodney? I don't know what to talk about first. I did see a movie this week as busy as I was. I sat down and I watched it on the DVR. Watch the movies that I've let you, like, <laughs> fucking, like a year ago by now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Okay, so I went back to the DVR, but, you know, I only had time for one movie. I saw The Intern. With Bobby D? Yeah, in Anna Hathaway. I I can't explain it, because maybe it's been... I've been watching nonstop action, superheroes, something-themed movies. I absolutely love this movie. Like, it's it's rated pretty highly on IMDb. I don't think it's written particularly well. The story doesn't end the way that... I don't know, I expected a better ending. Spoiler alert. But I absolutely love this movie. If it's on cable, it's... Uh, I don't know if, if I love it as much as I, I'm going to go buy it. The but Intern? The Intern, yeah. It's just one of those movies that just got you. Have you seen it? No. Okay. If it's on cable, it's I'm, on, it's, I'm putting it on the TV. Like, I either I'm sitting down watching it or I leave it in the background. Or you could watch one of the fucking movies that I let you to borrow. All right, how about you edit a fucking podcast so I have time to watch one of those movies? You Damn, know? shots fired. You know what that movie, you know what that movie, what movie is like that for me? I don't know why I said that movie, that movie so many times. Um, Which movie? Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that, well, that's a, that's critically it's, it's a yeah, good, yeah, It's like, a great, yeah, but it's not like a, a prototypical Caesar movie. But if it's I on, think, I, I have to is. watch it. Like, I, I have to watch it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Caesar movie. I mean, it has Morgan Freeman. There's not enough British people for it to be a full Caesar movie, but it's up there. Well, no, isn't Andy Dufresne? Andy sorry, Dufresne, was, isn't he a British guy? Um, no, 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 it's not. It's not. I, I bet you if it was full of Japanese people, you'd be all over it. Probably. <laughs> but hey. I, I mean, I can't. I can't explain it. It's not. It's not a blockbuster. It's not a movie that, like, you know. What's the premise behind the movie? So Anne Hathaway is a. Um, she's one of those. I don't know if you call it a dot com. She's like an internet startup. Yeah, internet startup. Meaning like she she sells clothes on the internet. Like uh, I guess the company is uh, the company's all about you know making clothes fit for people who want to buy clothes on the internet. And like a certain style of clothes fits all body shapes and sizes. Okay. So that's the thing. So she was a sensation. Business blew up after two years. She became this big mogul where she you know she's in search of a CEO. I, I kind of like the idea. I got myself. I, I got lost in the movie. I kind of like the idea of. Working for a company like that that's very progressive, that has like an in-house masseuse and, you know, everybody, there are no cubicles. Everybody sits at like community table and, you know, everybody's on there checking emails and listening to music. And so it's like working for Google. Yeah, it's like working for Google. And, uh, you know, here's Robert De Niro and, you know, he, he gets hired as a, you know, progressive, you know, progressive thinking program as, as an intern. They're looking for senior interns to gain experience from and just kind of shake things up a little bit. It's almost like a reverse Devil Wears product. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it, where where the young chick is the the mogul and the intern is older. Yeah, older. Have you ever seen that? And uh, both Anne Hathaway. Have and you both seen Anne that movie with uh, Luke Wilson and uh, yes, and Vince yes, Vaughn. and Vince Vaughn um, when they were trying to work for Google. I forgot the name of the movie. Um, is it? Isn't it? Let's work for Google. No, no, it's it might be internship. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's very similar. So I, something like that. And Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne was great in that movie. Oh, Rose Byrne is great in everything. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I I think what I liked most about the movie is that Anne Hathaway. First of all, Anne Hathaway doesn't move the needle so much for me. No. You know, she looked great, <laughs> and and you know what I think it is. Going back to the theory of our previous episode, it's the hair to face ratio. She's not cute enough to have that proportionally amount of hair. That's why in Sex and Love and Other Drugs, I liked her better because her hair was curly, more volume, <laughs> increased ratio to hair to face. No. This is this, seriously. This is my theory. Listen, listen to the episode that Rodney's editing that I'm not editing, <laughs> <laughs> so to uh, so that you can hear both our thoughts on X Men: Days of Future Past and as well Rodney's thoughts on hair to face ratio because it makes a lot of sense. Hair, hair to face ratio. The last episode. I came to the epiphany that hair to face ratio is important when determining how hot a girl is, depending on how cute she is. So if you think about what girls do to look, make themselves look more attractive, I mean, you've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? You know the whole scene with some the hottest scene that uh, Sloane's in? Like, think of the hottest scene that you think she looks hottest in. The hottest scene that she looks hottest in. The, the, the scene that she looks best in. I saw what, a guy what, with a shirt that says, Save Ferris, yesterday. What, what scene are you thinking of when you think of Sloane? Hold on, I'm pick, I'm trying to like replay the whole movie in my brain. Well, you can think a little faster because this is dead air that I'm going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got nothing. Put me on the spot. Okay, the correct answer is the hair flip. <laughs> because she's increasing the hair-to-face ratio. <laughs> I think that goes along, like, like you ever see... Um, I like this theory. Like, when it, when a girl... Like, your hair just did. Like, when a girl's standing there and, like, just a little strand of hair, like, falls over her face to kind of... Don't sexualize my hair. Either way, I'd come all over. You, you know, the whole librarian thing where she's, like, she has her hair up and she And then she, like, lets it down. Increasing the hair-to-face to ratio. Okay, I agree. That, that's hot. Rodney because sometimes too hair. much hair is bad, too, because, like, when it's, like... Yeah, there could be... It, it gets, when gets they look like a, you know, an Indian woman from Mexico... Like Beyonce and Austin you know, Powers. Like just too, too much long. hair. That's, like, overly exaggerated. I agree. You know, probably... Or maybe when too short, it's, like... Three inches... You're, like, okay, that's in. a little too short. Yeah, yeah. I get you're trying to be sassy. Okay. But. Best hair to face ratio in a movie that's not Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Best hair to face ratio of a woman in a movie. Oh man, that's a lot. Uh, Kelly LeBrock, Weird Science. Wow, you just had that one ready to go. Hmm. It's I'm and it's gonna sound weird. Demi Moore in strip tees when she has the bangs and her hair still comes down. I don't like it when it's like overly long, like we were talking about. But there's a focus on her face because of the way the hair is layered, and I like that a lot. Okay. He's trying to think of somebody that has better hair than he does. And it's, <laughs> it's hard to find. I'm gonna go with uh, with J Lo and Money Train. Wow. Because she had like she didn't have she didn't have she like tried to be like a cop, so she didn't have like super long hair. So it was like shoulder length hair, but she still looked hot. I'll give it to you. She can give it to you. Jordan Knights, give it to you. Listen to that yesterday. <laughs> so getting back to Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro, no matter what movie they're in, I cannot name a movie that they were in where they phoned in the performance. I feel like I watched this movie and I, I literally believed that Anne Hathaway, yeah, she could be this internet great sensation. And Robert De Niro could have been like an old, sophisticated gentleman. Who... I mean, Robert De Niro is one of the greatest actors of all time. I don't think anybody can argue that point. Uh, a lot of people had a problem with, with him playing the monster in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, but I still thought it was an amazing performance. I didn't see that one that he reunited with Al Pacino. You want a beer? No, it's okay. He's good. There was a movie that he came out with not too long ago that it didn't it didn't do well. Heat? No, no. It was after Heat. What was that other movie that he did with 
with Pacino. Who, uh, Bobby D? Yeah. All right. I'm not asking Cesar any more questions because <laughs> he falls into like a deep space. Now, have you seen anything else besides the injury? Uh, well, the NBA Finals. Ugh. I, I'm I'm trying to get in baseball. I can't get into baseball this year. But it's it's hard. It's hard to watch the NBA Finals and not think that the shit's rigged at this point. Yeah, I fed a uh, topic over to you're going to get a disease, which probably Luke won't care for. It is. Or is not the NBA Finals rigged? Because, I mean, come on. The Warriors went up 3-1. LeBron James probably, you know, maybe this is him. Maybe this is him making his comeback. I don't know. Maybe he has a competitive spirit to, to win an NBA championship. I mean, he won two. But, I mean, you know, he's trying to cement his legacy. But, um, I mean, just the refs. We'll get to the refs. But, I don't know. It just seems very, uh, you know, convenient that Game sevens on Father's Day on a Sunday when, you know, they could get a lot of ads and there's nothing else going on TV. I wanna and the guys could be like, leave me the fuck alone. I want to watch the game. I think it's, I want to give a big fuck you to the NBA for fining Steve Kerr and Curry for him throwing his mouth, his mouth guard and all that shit <laughs> uh, after he got ejected. I mean, that was kind of childish. No, I mean, they're, they're. You're playing for you're one game away from winning the championship, and you know you're getting shit. Like he's emotional. That's 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 as high as you can get for like the pinnacle of basketball. There's yeah. no greater like there's no greater game or stage that you. So you're you deserve to get fired up if you need to get fired Olympic up. Olympic medal? No, you, nah, <laughs> nah. I mean, every little kid that plays basketball dreams of just playing in a game six, seven of the NBA finals. So like, yeah, but you're, at the same time, you're a professional athlete. I like, get it, you know, but. Throw but, it. but oh yeah, but how how is that worse? Could have been like Ryan Tustin Then then like let's say he did a great play and he got like fired up about it. It's just it's the same. To me, it's on the same scale. Mm. Just because you're whining on one end and then you're fired up, it's still you're still showing emotion one way or another. Right. Might as well be on a Game of Thrones. It's got a bottle opener up there. Oh, yeah. Show opener coming off. Oh, I'm just rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I need you all chasing rabbits. things that we've seen on YouTube and seen more of on YouTube and seen more of on YouTube and seen more of on YouTube. More and more and more Um, more. So I've been playing the World Series of Poker game on my phone, (laughs) which has made me watch World Series of Poker, like, fails and stuff like that even, like, people getting angry. Because I don't want to watch the actual plays happen. I want to see, like, when people have fucked up, and it does not disappoint. Because, man, just see poker players melt down. I mean, it's, you know... Millions of dollars worth of money going straight down the drain, but it's absolutely hilarious when you stop to watch it. It's also funny to see, like, people get mad at the dealers and shit like that. Because it's their fault? Well, there there was one where a guy, like, put his cards down. He went all in, he put his cards down, and the dealer just grabbed his cards and added them to the mud. Oh. Oh, it was a woman. It was a woman. She's like, what did you just do? And he's like, oh, you need to protect your cards. And she's like, no, I was going all in. Like, I was pushing all my stuff in. And they're like, well, basically too bad. She didn't lose all her money. Um, she just lost the beginning portion of the hand. So it was like 60 grand. But they're like, what cards did you have? And of course she had pocket aces. I'm like, what are the odds that she had po- pocket aces? Of course, like, even if she didn't have it, I would say I had pocket aces. So that was actually pretty funny to watch. Just like, wow, that's got to fucking suck. Because it was like a like a $2 million pot if she'd have won. So, that sucks. Yeah. So I've never watched that's it. World Series poker. What's up? Yeah. It's funny because not that, po- really not that deep, poker's not serious. No, but that's a really deep 
rabbit hole you went into. Yeah. It's not to say that poker's not serious. It, it's absolutely serious. Next time you take a baltimeter with you. <laughs> so you know how deep you're in. But they have more emblems on, on their clothing than soccer players do. It's I, hilarious. Are you against that, though? I'm very against that. Because I'm like, that's, you go to the stadiums, you look in the background of the games, and there are fucking emblems everywhere. Leave it there. Yeah, but that's... But now they're doing it with the, basketball. Yeah, I know. That's the I'm like, it, it's all about... Like, we don't need that shit. Let's keep things... I, I'm all about, like, neutral... Everybody shit. has a price, though, man. I know. See, my idea for basketball is... That's why I love baseball. You should let the athletes dress in their team color, right? So if I'm playing for the Bulls, black and red, Bulls apparel. Because the thing is, it's like, okay, you mandate, okay, it has to be jerseys and it has to be NBA shorts. Or now they're doing NBA t-shirts instead of jerseys. But the thing is, you got like Dwight Howard, who's endorsing Under Armour, and he's got the Under Armour sleeve, and the Under Armour knee brace, and the Under Armour socks. Yeah. It's like, you might as well capitalize on selling more NBA apparel. Because I guarantee you, if you let somebody play in an NBA hoodie, and then, you know, one guy's wearing a hoodie, one guy's wearing a jersey, one guy's wearing, you know, a t-shirt, you can sell all that shit. You know, that's that's a marketing opportunity missed. And, and you don't have these players wearing, like, weird shit under the uniform, because it looks stupid. It does look stupid. When they wear, like, an arm, that, that, that forearm guard. Yeah. Or, like, they have, like, head, like three different types of headbands on. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, I get it. You sweat. But you don't even use a sweatband on your wrist and the one on your Because they're head. doing it for endorsements. Like, they're making the money. Like, the athletes are making money. Might as well just have the league make the money. instead. That would drive me crazy walking around with all those fucking accessories. Yeah, I never really had that much accessories. What was your rabbit hole? <laughs> just to make fun of your rabbit hole. So my rabbit hole started off with I was trying to find a recipe for protein pancakes so I could spice up my my Kodiak breakfast my breakfast for Kodiak uh, there's a brand called Kodiak that they make protein pan- like they have protein pancake mix. Ba- uh, mix yeah well I just I found one that was like just egg whites and protein powder which is stuff I already have so it started off with that, right? And then it developed into like all these other like recipes that I, that I could use. No, no, like tuna recipes and stuff like that. For pancakes? Like tuna cake. No, just tuna cakes and stuff like that. Anyway, but then all of a sudden it just progressed into an obscene amount of Chef Gordon Ramsay. Oh, man, like the Hell's Kitchen? Hell's Kitchen. Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares, his own cooking show. And his recipe, it ended oh, up... Oh, twat! And, no, but, like, his cooking show was actually, like, really good, and I'm just like... But I don't understand what it is about cooking shows that just hypnotizes you. Because he's British? And then you sit there and watch. No, no, it's not because he's British. Go fuck yourself. But that was my rabbit hole. All those, all that cooking, all those cooking things. I just Gordon Ramsay all along. You're adorable. I know, sometimes. Even if you ever watched Iron Chef, like, the original Iron Chef... The original one, yeah. Where they're like, she's on. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't oh, know what they're saying, but I'm sitting there watching it. Well, they dub it. But, like, the, the thing I hate about that show is, like, they know no... Either the Japanese have no adjectives for anything, or whoever's translating the show doesn't know any Japanese adjectives. Because <laughs> every bite a woman takes is like, it's nice. Go back and watch every I'm episode. I'm going to rewatch like, it. It's nice. Eddie, uh, Eddie Huang, I'm sorry to interject. Eddie Huang on, uh, on the Hot Ones episode, he talks a lot about... Chefs, and he's like, since when are chefs becoming gods? He's like, our moms can cook circles around these guys. He's like, and if somebody has to explain to you why food is good, then it's that not probably good. isn't. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Like, it should just be here's a plate of food, eat it because it tastes good. 
now here's a plate of food. Oh, I caramelized this and I did this and, you know, I made a foam of this thing. And it's true. Like, it just comes down to, like... But but that, when I was watching all all his, like, when he had, like, his actual... He had this little series where it was, like, a hundred episodes Kill me. of... Magic Hat? Oh, you don't like serious it? Serious IPA. It's killing me. Like, I had two of them last week and I was like, Because you're... Yeah. Pussy boy. So the thing that I noticed when he cooked, like most of his recipes that he had were like super simple. And I'm like, oh, it's that simple? Like I saw he was doing this thing on how to cook a wreck of lamb and I'm trying to learn. That's the next thing I want to look. And it looks complicated because you go to like a nice restaurant and you, oh, the wreck of lamb. And then he talks. Persian lamb. Or whatever it is, but he talks and he explains how to make it. And I'm just like, man, I didn't know it was that simple. I'm like, I could have made this and I could have just figured it out on my own. I mean, like, filet mignon is, like, one of the most highly respected entrees Cuts that you can make. And it's just like, all right, sear the meat on both sides and make sure it's cooked to the, to the temperature That's that it. you want it. The end. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, okay, salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Make sure you have the purple seasoning. So it, Great. it makes me appreciate cooking the best is when you see preparation time. That's the best when you go when you go to cook something. If the preparation time lasts longer than the cooking time, I don't want to do it. It was like prep time, forty five minutes. Yeah. Cook time, six minutes. Go fuck yourself <laughs> for forty five minutes. Yeah, but no, but there's some things that are yeah. worth the prep. Guacamole is worth the prep time. But that doesn't Not. take that long. You well, seen me make guacamole? Yeah, he puts his elbow in it. I mean, like the banana, like the banana nut bread that I make. It's a lot of fucking prep work. Yeah, but the the long preparation is what makes the food worth it sometimes, especially for some dishes. Like pozole takes a long time to prep and a long time to cook. So, but it's worth it in the end. And tamales, you know, stuff like that. And I know you you don't like all the preparation that comes with Mexican food because after it's done, then you got to prepare it's, it to yeah, eat it. It's uh, it's not the preparation <laughs> before the meal. It's like the ritual. It's uh, hey, we cooked this in 17 minutes. It took us 45 minutes to chop everything up. Then it's going to take another 15 minutes for you to make the fucking food for you to eat it. Like, no, just give give me a but plate of the food. But it's the combination of flavors. That's why when you go to a restaurant, they that's say, why, what do you want That's why Puerto Ricans it? fry everything. This, this, and this. <laughs> and you know what? And it tastes amazing. I can fry anything. You know what? Then you're not allowed to eat any of our Puerto Rican food anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ronnie. Hi, Maria. Hello. Hi, Maria. Hi. Hi, Maria. We're in Mad Hole? Yeah. My Rabbit Hole this week is... Uh, I went back and I started watching Gallagher videos. <laughs> just, just when we were doing the uh, the Deja Vu episode, there was like a little joke that only Najer and I got at the same time. It was a, a oh, I forget what we were talking about like an infomercial or something came up where it was like it's not a chopper and a hopper. What in the hell could it possibly be? And I thought sludgematic. Went back and watched Gallagher videos. I appreciate his comedy a little more. <laughs> Other than, like, the sledgehammer stuff, I mean, it's, it's smart comedy. Yeah. You really watch the stand-up. And, I mean, for being a prop comic, I mean... You don't care Top, but, you know... Dude, have you seen... Have you actually, like, taken the time to watch Carrot Top's stand-up? It's rough. Oh. I mean, how are you famous? I don't... No, I don't think... It, as an adult, no. Carrot Top is so famous that it's like, he turns chicks down unless it's a threesome. He's that kind of famous. Yeah, but I don't think he's that famous anymore, is he? No, he's still that. He's still... I uh, think he's, like, David Spade famous now. Uh, Anything else, Rodney? No, that's all I got. Okay. What do you want to move on to? Fuck yous? Get satisfaction? Alright, moving on to satisfaction. Facebook and read my Twitter. Do I get my satisfaction? Satisfaction. 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 Thank you.
I've been thinking ahead and been saving all my stuff that I've actually want to talk about for satisfaction. Sorry. <clears throat> all right, so I gotta find the satisfaction. It's it was a video satisfaction, and it was a uh, mom shaves girl head after she bullies girl with cancer video. Mom shaves girl's head. Oh, okay. So I didn't even have to watch the video. I'm like, hell yeah, it's that mom. Oh, the camera's all good. So. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, fuck that, you know, girl for whatever she did. So, that's all I got. I mean, we're a big fuck cancer proponent people here, so when it comes to that, it's sort of like anybody that wants to talk shit, you're going to get what you got coming kind of thing. Your phone vib- or your watch vibrated, you know, because you don't have your phone in your hand. I'm trying to, I don't have a satisfaction. I don't, I don't pay attention enough. Well, you haven't really been on the internet anyway. Aren't you on a uh, social media boycott? Yeah, I am kind of, except for like certain things. Mm. Like Snapchat. Boy, he had to make his little announcement. He had to make sure he jumped online for that. For what? Your little announcement. Oh, for that announcement, yeah. yeah. But that's that was my quickest way of getting it out there. Have but you flushed again since? Oh, no. I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's a status. Flush. Speaking of poker, flush. <laughs> a royal one over there. All right, what do you got? So, again, I've been trying to get back into baseball. I've been watching a couple games. This satisfaction comes from a, a favorite of mine, a tweeter of mine, uh, at one follower, no dad, Miss Sophia Benoit, or Benoit, I don't know how to say her name. Um, her satisfaction was, or my satisfaction was, for years I saw people wearing Washington National baseball caps, and I just thought they were really into Walgreens. <laughs> Dude, when they first came out with the emblem, I'm like, come on. Did they not have, they, is Walgreens just like a Midwest thing? Or an Illinois thing? Maybe I just... I think it's a Midwest thing. Yeah. Either way, as as the people that are coming up with the logo, you think that they'd at least research it first? Like, does this look like anything? Uh, I don't think so. That's like the Cavs with like having the same lettering as CVS. No, but the thing, but it's but it's. You ever heard of that con- that I somebody I forgot where I heard it in the movie where it's like. For every one idea that you think you've had, somebody's already had it. So they probably didn't know that. Not bad puns, my friend. <laughs> it's a UTJH original. Yeah. Along with Baltimeter. <laughs> so maybe they just didn't. It Ron wasn't. so deep. worried about people's genitalia. <laughs> it's all it boils down to. Right? He's saying up at night, like, what can make people's dicks and pussies better? Coming from the guys who were talking about shaving balls before it started. You guys were talking about. I, I jumped into that conversation late. I'm going to try shaving my balls while I take a poop. Two birds and one stone. Mm. You're going to end up putting your hand right when the piece of shit comes out or as it's floating around the bowl. No, it's You're going to touch it and you're going to be like, ah! No, it's going to be after because you know there's a grace period where you just, just sit on the toilet. You're all done, but then you sit there and think and then no, you, don't you, don't, do you don't do that? Don't do I'm going to try it. I don't want to let you know how it works. You do it with a straight razor. really impress me. <laughs> <laughs> you get a hot towel down there. I'm going to attach one of those leather <laughs> straps to, to the toilet so I can sharpen it. <laughs> Just pick it up by the shaft and just... Yeah, one of those pianos that are playing music on its own. <laughs> I, have a straw hat. I have a straw hat on for some reason. It's like a barbershop quartet. You know, with the fucking brush. <laughs> just fucking... I've always wanted one of those. Like a whole shaving like kit with the brush. Kit? Yeah. You know what I want? Like, I was actually looking for on Amazon. One of those things that heats up the shaving cream. Yeah, is yeah. the best feeling when they shave you at the barbershop. It I is. I miss that. I miss that so much. When they used to do that shit. Like, oh, when we yeah. used to go get our haircuts together? Yeah. Imagine a barbershop that does that for your balls. Uh, trim, well, trim. I don't know. There's a, there's that spot, trim, that, that will manscape for you. Mm, I'd like to manscape my own manhood. I wouldn't mind having somebody else do it just to be like... I don't. I don't understand see, how women go, can go get Brazilian waxes and have somebody like all up in their shit. Women don't even. Women are crazy. All right. I don't. I don't yeah. want anybody else like 
touching my junk and trying to like clean it up for me. Hmm. Alright, you want to move on to uh, really, really? Or fuck you? Yeah, let's go fuck you. Alright, moving on to the fuck you department. Fuck, fuck you! Oh, man. You alright there? Yeah, just a little under the weather. I think Maria says she got sick from Jason, then I got sick from Maria. Oh, no, stay away from me. I don't know. I mean, it's, not, it's nothing too bad, it's just I'm crazy congested. Could be allergy season. No, this is, like, I don't get like this for allergies, really. Because anyway. <clears throat> my throat's also a little sore. Uh, fuck you, of course, to the quote-unquote guys in Game of Thrones. I'm going to put that out there. I've never really looked at it that way. Even Renly. Like, Renly Bar- Baratheon. Like, Ned and Robert Baratheon were the two hardcore motherfuckers, and we all know what happened. Yeah, but Ned was always pretty hardcore. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying, is that, like, once those guys were gone, it was like, oh, well, that's it for, you know. Wait till you get to season five. Spoiler alert. Like, the manly drops considerably after that. I never really looked at it that way. Oh, fuck you to um, the director of Suicide Squad. What? Because... Didn't they do redubs? Well, I guess it's not just that, but it's also a fuck you to Geek Tyrant. For those that don't know, Geek Tyrant is a site that posts stuff about geek culture. They had a heading... Not quite as cool as Geeks of Go-Go. No, nowhere near. They had a heading that said, um, the director of Suicide Squad calls the look of Joker canon. Like, why, why he calls it canon like why why it matches with canon I'm like well i gotta read this shit because maybe i missed something about the joker wait canon like a canon canon like a no like canon? like like in canon like the canon of the story like, oh okay it, 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 it's within the realms of the story so i'm like i want to hear why he has the metal teeth and all the tattoos oh is that the one where they posted the side by side of the uh no no the, okay this was something else unless you saw a different picture than i did uh-huh. Um, so they talk They talk about the tattoos Like well the tattoos Tell a story about Where he's been And you know If somebody looks at the tattoos They'll be able to decipher Quite a bit When you look at it And the teeth was Was an option made by us Because We figured that That would tell a story as well And it, and it's a big thing For why the Joker has them So he has all these answers But it expl- And in the beginning He's like you know It relates to canon so well But he doesn't explain why It's not like He has these teeth because in the comic book, Batman punches his teeth out, and in our universe, he ends up getting metal teeth. I'd almost go for that. They don't explain the tattoos, even though Jim Lee drew a giant dragon tattoo on his back. This doesn't explain all the haphazard tattoos that he has all over his fucking body. I think he says it's the canon for the movies, which doesn't say shit about the 75-year backstory that goes with the Joker. Like, that's 75 years worth of canon. Yeah, you but- can't just call something canon because you say that this is the canon for the film series. Yeah, you can't say that this is for the sake of continuity just and say that it is kind yeah. of Yeah, like, oh, movie. we're really bringing it to the story. But in the story, it's our story, not the comic book story. Well, See, that's, that's what, but that's what upsets me about DC. Like, I think... And it makes me want to watch the movie even less. <laughs> DC's been upset, like, lately, it's just been upsetting me that much more because of how inconsistent they are. Like, I feel like it's run by, a, like, a conglomerate of people that know nothing about comic books anymore. And that goes to... We're, it's we're, more of like a corporate-run place. Or it's like more, It seems to like have a little bit more of a corporate feel now in comparison to like what Marvel has done recently. And I grew up on DC, and I'm always going to be a DC fan, but Marvel's been growing on me more and more lately. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, comic books are not... Like, it's, it is a business. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you think absolutely. about the golden age of comic books... Talk about Bill Finger and like how much you know money he didn't make, or the guy who created Superman. Like in in those days, it's like they were doing it obviously because they wanted to be creative. They wanted to come up with a story. But I mean, you think about like Jim Lee and Jeff Johns and all these artists and, and comic book moguls. It's like they're trying to make money. 
Yeah, but the thing, but like Marvel, if you think of Marvel, if you if you can say name one person that's synonymous with Marvel, and who do you think of immediately? Captain America. No, no, a person that's not a comic book character, a creator of Marvel. Stanley. Exactly. You can't do the same thing for DC. There's not that one sing, you know, singular figure that you can have from DC <coughs> because because I, I feel like even though Stanley probably doesn't have any much say so in the Marvel universe as much as he does, but he still has like as corny as it sounds like the soul of like the Marvel universe because they don't want to go against him for it. Well, that's because he takes credit for everything. Pretty much. I don't know what. But it's upsetting. It's very upsetting. It's especially upsetting. because, again, DC, you guys are missing another opportunity. So the, the Supergirl TV show that came out was supposed to tie into Man of Steel and all that shit. When they first released they it, did it right? they're like, we're going to have it tie in. I don't know. I never saw it. But they're like, they're like Superman's going to be in it. I was like, awesome. They're going to have Henry Cavill in it that's going to bring it all the way the fuck back around. Nope. They cast the guy from Teen Wolf. Let's be clear on something. The guy looks perfect for the role. He almost looks better than Henry Cavill's driver. But it's just like, again, you guys are missing an opportunity. You have a Superman already. Why not keep that going? Because there's going to be, you know, somebody's going to watch it and be like, hey, Superman, well, why not just have this? Well, yeah, because that was like when they like had not, they don't have, Ralph as much as I don't like uh, Flash and Arrow as, uh, anymore, that much anymore, it's like, why not put them yeah. in the Justice League movies as the Flash and Arrow? I can't see this because somebody's like, there's too many white people. <laughs> Well, because the the Flash is like Middle Eastern. All right, so that's it for my fuck yous. Fuck you to DC. Yeah, uh, big and fuck, fuck you to Game DC. Of Thrones for that. that shit was really just like, oh, it's canon because you fucking say so. Thanks a lot for that. And I know it sounds like I'm nitpicking for this kind of shit, and I'm really trying no. not to. But does it surprise you that DC is so com- inconsistent like that? No. Because they've, they've been completely inconsistent like that for how long now? Yes. Alright, go ahead. My fuck you back to the NBA for finding Steve Kerr and, and Curry for of course. for that shit. I, I feel like uh, this whole PC shit is just super annoying to me now. Like, this was game six. This was a potential championship winning game. Like, in my eyes, they're, they have every single right to express whatever amount of emotion they need to express because they want to win. There's a reason they're, they're on that center stage. And I just hate that finding them is like a big deal. And fuck you, LeBron. <laughs> I hate him. I do not like him. And it's not because... That's what usually happens when you hate somebody. <laughs> I just... I, I can't stand him. I just don't like him as a person. I don't like him as a basketball player. I just want to see him lose. It's been surprising so to bad. me how many people have been backing LeBron lately. You know, I, I originally went into the series thinking, oh, fuck LeBron, I don't need... But he only won two championships out of seven... What, was it seven trips? I think so. His record is piss poor in the finals. Um, because he's garbage. I don't think he's that good. He's My issue is he's good. He doesn't need to be the player that he is. He doesn't need to be a flopper, which exactly, kills which me. Because he's not tough. Because he has talent. He has he does. the ability to be a great basketball player. But he went to Miami so he can win a championship and then, yeah, the and, cheap way. And he, and like he, which is what upsets me the most. It's yeah. like, if you're going to be... if. And he learned his whole philosophy from Dwayne Wade that, like, get the foul, get to the free throw line. That's why I just, like, I, not because of the whole, like, and what pissed me off, too, was when he left the Cavs, and then he had this whole big thing about which team he was going to go to, and then I didn't want him on the Bulls. I'm like, get this motherfucker out of here. I'm like, I do not want, I would not want LeBron James on our fucking, on our team. Because then it's just, he's already been risen up to the, you know, like, to the pinnacle of like, oh, you're just as good as Michael Jordan. You know, you're going to be way better than him. But it's like, I don't even want him on the same historic franchise. I mean, Michael Jordan Michael hasn't Jordan. seen a game seven. <laughs> he doesn't know what that's like. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> but because he didn't need it. But the other part of it is like after the performance that the Warriors had in the past few games, after the questionable decisions that Steve Kerr made, I almost feel like they don't deserve to win anymore. You, and, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll I, give you I that. hate that they, you know, they're kind of. I don't know. They're really promoting, but they're they're they broke the Bulls' record by one win, and, and people are making comparisons already between that team and the Bulls. Was it ninety five, ninety six Bulls? But it's, you can't compare. But the thing is, that is one is a totally different generation. Yeah. And two, the was, Bulls won the championship. That yeah, year. and it was a the Bulls were playing in an era where there was and not some, a game seven. There was some of the greatest basketball players that have ever played the game of basketball played in. in in the night eighties, late eighties, and nineties. Now it's like whoever now you shuffle every single big name athlete around to a team to partner around to make a super team. Back then, like you used to have like you knew Charles Barkley was on the Suns and you had to be Charles Barkley. You know, Gary Payton was on the Sonics and you had to like get the past glove. The, the yeah, the fucking the Pacers had fucking Miller and you knew you had to get past him to get to the fucking finals. Oof. You know, like it was but uh, Patrick Ewing and the fucking Knicks and in the in the five, four car thieves he played with. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but you had teams that were synonymous with 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 players, you know. And uh, now it's just like now they all structure like 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 how they do. They're just all fucking training players like LeBron. Like that the bullshit that I didn't want to accept. He you know they made a big huge thing about him and then like and that's why I want to see him lose badly because I, I just don't like I him. I still think he needs a humility check. But he's he won't get it. He won't get it because it's, it's them our King generation right off the bat. Our generation won't give it to him. That was the other thing. He's like, oh, he's King James. Like, right, let's pump the fucking brakes. Like, they started calling that like a year and a half after. Yeah, but that's well, they call him King James because it's like you know, there's no nickname that goes with LeBron. But just call him Jimmy. But the generation that he inspires won't let him. Won't won't give him a gut check. Remember Kobe and the whole ring thing, and then he lost the endorsement. From Nike, and then he went to Adidas, but he was still making money. But then, but Kobe was was always good, like always good up until the end of his. Because the shoes you want to be wearing when you rip people, <laughs> or, oh, yeah, it'd make oh. a difference. <laughs> All right, so, don't rip them with Nikes. <laughs> so, are there any more fuck yous? Did you do yours? No, he hasn't done his yet. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, my fuck you this week goes out to the carjackers who robbed some chick on, like, it was like Kedzie, it was like two blocks away from my house. It was like Kedzie and Archer. Is that even a thing anymore? Like, what are you going to do if you, like, there are so many VIN numbers on each part of the car, it's like, you, you can't take it to a chop shop. And like, do they like, even exist anymore? Exactly. Like, there are no chop shops. And there are cameras everywhere. The last chop shop I saw was in Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> That was the last reminiscence of a chop shop that I've ever... Good hair-to-face ratio in that movie. <laughs> what, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Oh, oh that's a lie. You know, what, you know what else was another chop shop? John Wick. John Leguizamo had that chop shop. But it's like, every car has a goddamn navigation system where it's like, okay, if GPS Some really wanted of GPS, to find, yeah. what are you doing? Like, are you just going for a joyride? Like, you know, it's, it's like those wannabe gangbangers who come out every summer trying to prove some shit, you know, trying to represent for, like, a crew that they have no business fucking trying to represent. To tag on your gangbanger, fuck, I mean, it's not, but the, did you see the guy's... The dude, the gay banger that got killed on Facebook on a live feed. Yeah. Like, fuck you for Facebook for even allowing that to be posted. No, well, I mean, then they can't watch everything at once. I'm sure they've t- taken it down now. No, it's still up. No, it's because other people are sharing, you like, know, the video on its own. Like, there's no... De- you can't even die. <laughs> <laughs> and not be documented. Yeah, and, not, and just indecency anymore. Like, everybody wants to watch you die. I'm dying. Snapchat. Watching somebody die is not cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any more fuck yous? Nah, that's it for this week. Uh, fuck you to ISIS, of course, because 
I mean, that's all you really have. Did you see Anonymous hacked ISIS? Yeah, but he didn't do Which, anything. Which, at that point, if you're going to hack ISIS, find out where the fuck they are. And shut them down. Like, yeah, and let them know, let some, like, let Ooh, the government know. You hey. made, like, them into a gay flag. I'm like, okay, cool. You're, you're, Way to go, uh, Anonymous. You, 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 change, yeah, you change their profile picture fucking, <laughs> fucking, to the French flag. Fucking uh, Facebook tough guy, you know? Like, chill out. Right? Why not Why not let some kind of government facility know, like, hey, here's where they all are. Because we're, you know, and we're going to give this to you anonymously. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, like a big fuck you to that dude. It was just all fucked up. It was just a fucked up situation. Shitty. Very shitty. Yeah, which brings us to the Really Really for this week. Really Really brought to you this week by Lim Insurance. Just like every week. For the moments in life when you find yourself saying, really? Really? Make sure you're insured appropriately, whether it be for home, life, auto, or porta potty which is an actual insurance. Get a free quote for them today by calling their number 312-945-6254 or visiting their website at aliminsurance.com at A-L-I-M for a limb, because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Was that my cue? Yeah, it was. Well, now you always fuck it up. That's true. That was a perfect fuck up right there. Uh, you can start. Um, I really, really this week going back to the NBA is NBA refs. I, I don't know what they're calling and what they're not. They're calling. You have the commissioner come on and talk about how they're doing this review of the referees and making sure they're doing their job. And they're letting they're in Golden State, but they're showing they're letting more moving picks go. I don't even. I fucked up that joke. <laughs> <laughs> they're in Oakland, but there's more moving picks picks in Oakland than Hollywood. That's all, folks. Good night. Do you have any really, really? No, not yet. I'm still ciphering through my brain. Mine goes out to (laughs) Sessi for talking back to Maria today. She's three. Really? Really? Starts early. Feels like it. All right. So so moving on from the really, really, (laughs) what do you want to do? Top topics? Do we want to substitute uh, comic cliff notes for... We want to talk about X-Men Age of Apocalypse and recasting? Yeah. That's my really, really... The whole movie. No, ah, I, you didn't <coughs> talk about that. I, I like the movie. Ah, no. I think it was the best one out of First Class, Days of Future Past, and this one. Mm-mm. I say this is the best one. I dislike this one Which the means, most out of all Which means, to me, this is my favorite X-Men movie. Besides Deadpool. Deadpool, does that count as an X-Men movie, technically? This was... Um, I guess not. This was by far my least favorite comic book movie made. Wow. Yes. That's... Bottom of the barrel. There's no way. Bottom Electra, of the barrel. Fantastic Four? Uh, worse than that to me in my... That's like... That's mainly because my expectations were high for Too this high. movie. It was just terrible to me. I hated Jennifer Lawrence being the main character that everybody rallied behind. And she... Like, I don't understand if she was... She played another character. She could have... I don't know. Who else could she have played? She could have played, like, another version of, like, Psylocke. And I would have taken that. But she's Mystique. Who was never part of the X Men, you know, something yeah, we they, they, or about like that. Jennifer Lawrence could have played a perfect rogue, if you ask me. Yeah. But they just I don't I just it's upsetting. This movie just upset me from the beginning. I mean well, there was little parts that I was just like, Alright, this is pretty cool and I like these things. But there were just parts that I was just like, God, this is just terrible. Especially like Psylocke not having a British accent. Of course he's upset about that. No, because they make up they always make up <laughs> Because they, cause do you remember reading like all the yeah. X Men, and they'd always be like, "Oh, I've never met a Japanese woman that had a uh, British accent," and it's just like you couldn't even do that. It's, 
Trust was, yeah, me, it, it's, to it's, me it was, it's not a perfect movie. You know how, you know how most people to me felt, was so flawed in so many ways. But but that's why it let this movie because of Days of Future Past made me upset for this movie because I knew it was going to be terrible. But think about it, in Days of Future Past. How were they able to go back in time? How was Wolverine able to go back in time? Because his consciousness went back in time. And who forces consciousness back in time? Kitty Hawk. Kitty Pryde. Where the fuck do you get off it creating a power for her like that? Exactly. I was like, what? Well, so to me, that was like, no, this, like, from the beginning, I'm like, this movie. I, I, this, well, that's how, you know how a lot of people felt about the uh, Batman versus Superman and how they were extremely disappointed by the movie and blah, 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 blah. That's how I feel about this movie. Like, that just complete, utter disapproval of this fucking movie. Especially from the angle that they were trying to pay... It's like they were trying to pay an homage to X-Men fans, but they weren't really paying a really good homage to them. You know, like, they included Jubilee, but you never saw her use her powers. That's what, I was like, we have a celebration at the end, and you can't have her just throw some shit up in the Something, air. yeah. Or, like, <laughs> at, spoiler, at the end, when they're, you know, they're all fighting against Apocalypse, and then Jean Grey is supposed to show her full power... And surprise, surprise, what do they make a fucking, what do they make an, uh, yeah. a, what do they prelude to? The Phoenix. Goddamn act. Phoenix Force. I'm like, God, you just can't get away from that. Well, I can see, yeah. To and be then fair. what pissed me off too, like, there was a lot of corny shit in the movie. I don't know if you really noticed it. To be fair. Wait, what, what did you think of Jean Grey though? Good casting, bad casting? Not great casting. Did you know Not bad casting, but not great. Do you notice how fat her wrists are? No, I'm not really she's got noticed. She's really fat wrists. She's got a weird accent. Because she's British and she's trying to play American. Poor or hair to face ratio. That's where the topic came in. She does have a big long face. She's another one just looks like mm. <laughs> Like open your eyes, what are you looking at? Like, I had a horrible nightmare. I think she's cute, but I don't think she's hot. I don't even well, okay, yeah, she's kinda of cute. The best part of the movie to I me, do her. The be, the best part of the that doesn't say much. I've seen some of the women that Best part of the movie is the uh, <laughs> the scene at the end when they're all in the uniforms. I really wish yeah. that they had Cyclops in the in the head stocking. I, I really wish that I, would happen. Yeah, the way they found the uniforms is what upset me the most. Because they're like running around and then, dude, check out these flight suits. And then they hit the button and then they're like, and I'm like, hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. Things like that were upsetting to me. And then when Magneto again has a fucking change of heart, when he never has a change of heart because he's Magneto, right? Well, I mean, in all fairness, no. Age of Apocalypse, his daughter getting killed is important to the story. Not only that, but he's he's been an X-Men off and on a lot. True. I'll give you that because he was part of the whole X-Men versus Avengers. And then he was so... Yeah, I'll give you... But what upset me was the X-Men are getting their asses whooped because they're... they're juveniles at this point and then once he has his change of heart and Apocalypse is about to go after them and then all of a sudden you see two beams make an X yeah. and I was just like come on like things like that annoy me like if you're gonna make a movie like this to be true like true to form or to pay an homage to like the fans of the X-Men this is not the way you do it corny shit like that I'm telling you the, the producer of X-Men take everything very literally like they're X-Men let's throw an X out there he's he's a demigod almost of Egypt. Let's give him sand powers. Like, that's not... And if you notice, in every X-Men movie, when in the beginning when it says 20th century, 20th century Fox, the X is always the last thing to fade out. No, I've never noticed that. Every single time it happens, I'm like, here comes the X. What's, and it stays uh, what's for like a half the uh, Brian Singer? Singer? Yeah. I just, I don't like his directing style. I didn't like his directing style in the original X-Men either, because they never really were true to like... X-Men just... 2 and this movie, to me, were the best X-Men movies. 
Okay, getting back to the casting, I think Storm and Nightcrawler are pretty good. No, but, see, I had problems with Nightcrawler. I don't think the prosthesis on his fingers yeah, is good. Th- th- yeah, the whole... yeah Same thing with the makeup for Mystique. It was just terrible. And for Beast. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but, I mean, but I, the I casting think, itself, I think, was good. I think since Stage of Future Past, the casting really fell off. Just because I wanted to get to, like, who would you cast as Jean Grey? Now? Yeah. Or young, it could be... Young Jean Grey or adult Jean Grey? No, no, young Jean Grey. For this movie, who would you cast? I mean, it could be somebody role? in their prime. It doesn't have to be... I, I think I would have cast... Since we're going young Jean Grey, I might have cast Don Draper's daughter. Oh, that wouldn't be good. That'd be great. Because you know that she's had the acting chops to pull off. She's not exactly hot, but she's supposed to play a 16-year-old. Let her play a 16-year-old and she could play the role. What about... Uh, no, I don't think she could play a good Jean Grey. The chick from um, Kick-Ass... Movies. Chloe Corey, Grace Moritz. Yeah. yeah, I think she'd be she'd have been good at that. But she's a young Jean Grey. Or she's who's too the, physical. Who's that chick with that? Uh, who's that little girl? College student in the neighbors. Who's that girl from that? Um, she's like a spy with Eric Banner's her father, or like a trains her to be a spy. Uh, is that Ring a Bell? Mm, I know what movie you're talking about. Um, What's her name? I can't think of the name of the movie though. But I heard it was a really good movie. Uh, it is. It's a, pr- a pretty good movie. Uh, what's her name? What uh, I forgot what else she's in. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Hold on, let's pause this real quick. I think the name of the movie is Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sayori's Ronan. So she's 22. Let me see. Good hair to face ratio. Uh, yeah. Yes, she would play a great Jean Grey. I think that's uh, um, who they say Nick's wife looks just like. Ah, yes, I can see that. Very good, mm. very good. I would, ca- I would cast it her as, or even you know who I th- in retrospect who I think would be would be good is the is the girl from The Witch. Oh yeah, she would be great too. I think she'd have been able to play out that role really, really well. Who would you recast as Wolverine? Oh man, um, I have one guy right off the bat. Who? Oh. Tom Hardy. David Merkel's like, will you guys get the fuck off the Tom Hardy thing? But, I mean, he's short, so that that's good. Yeah. That's the only reason I would I would pick Tom Hardy to play Wolverine. And he, he has, like, the brooding look about him, which is really good. <coughs> I might actually go Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal? He has the acting chops. He has the hairiness about him. Wait, Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal. The movie, Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. Jarhead. Yeah. No. I mean, m- remember how swole he got for Prince of Persia? No, I would I would pick him for a Cyclops over Wolverine. No, I, w- I don't think I'd pick him for Cyclops. I kind of want to pick John Bernthal. John Bernthal, yes, but his nose is too fucked up for somebody that has a health re- regeneration per- uh, power. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks to say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Holy fuck. I hate to say it. Um, um, who else? If I go back in time, I'd have cast Bruce, Bruce Willis as Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's pretty spot on. Bruce Willis as Wolverine? That would be pretty badass. It would have been. It would have been very badass. All right, Cyclops? I mean, that's, that's I, didn't, I, didn't mind the, I didn't mind the casting for Cyclops. Uh, you know what? He wasn't too bad. I didn't, like I didn't think f- he was too bad. You know what was another big thing about me that ruined this this movie for me? It was two 80s. I love that. It was too over-the-top 80s, though. Like, it was like like they were trying too hard to make it give that 80s vibe. For me, for me at least. Like, I feel like, I like subtle, like, I, I do like nods the to the they, eras. They, yeah, like, the 60s, 70s, 80s have been represented in these movies, and I don't think they did a bad job of, of them. No, but I thought, I think they did, I think they went a little overboard. It's the girls, right? Is it just the girls? It might be, yeah. 
those girls, those girls do some evil shit to one another, dude. It's crazy. Um, who would I pick as Cyclops? Cyclops is kind of tough to pick to, I, I because think... you gotta pick the, the right dude that's like a leader but is a little bitch at the same time. See, here's a, here's the difference. Maybe the guy who played, I don't... Uh, who's the guy that played Superman in Man of Steel? Brandon Routh. Yeah, he would he wouldn't be bad. What about um who who's the uh. The oh, not, guy neighbors. I'm sorry. Did you say Man of Steel or Superman Returns? Superman Returns. Okay, I knew what you meant. Yeah. What? What about the, who's the guy in the neighbors? Uh, Zach. Zach Efron. Yeah. Zac Efron? He's too short. He's too big of a name. Because when you pick too too big of a name, then you have to give him a lot of. Hence the reason Jennifer Lawrence is Mystique, and you have to give her all this fucking. But well, Cyclops is the leader, though. I mean, here's the thing. They need to have an X-Men movie with no Wolverine. That's the, that, that has to be the next step. Have an X-Men movie with no Wolverine and you can build Cyclops up as the leader of the of the fucking X-Men. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Rod, He's he was saying that the next step from here is just to let Marvel take it back and have the original X-Men movie with like yeah. Angel, Beast... Who else was it? Cyclops, Iceman, Iceman, and Marvel Girl. Is that who? Is that all who it was? The original. That that's the best way to start off the X Men. That's what I thought X Men First Class was. I was like, oh shit, they're actually gonna start it off right, and then they're like, Mystique's in. I was like. Yeah, and this whole I, beast, like, I look around, and this whole thing with Beast controlling his no, power—that—that's upsetting. And I, and, and I was like, "Oh, Beast is in it, perfect." And then Havoc's in it. I'm like, "What?" I love the fact that they made them brothers in this. I absolutely love it because I'm like, "You guys have been missing on that opportunity." Yeah, so but much. it didn't come out of his hands no. until the end. I can't think of anybody else. I think you know, it's, a, it's a shame that uh, Marvel doesn't own the property because then they they could bring the Star Jammers in and tie it into Guardians of the Galaxy. And then you could talk about Cyclops' dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd and be you can, pretty cool. You, you can bring the Shi'ar into it. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can do. See, I never really liked when X-Men were in space. I'm like, don't you guys have enough fucking problems here? <laughs> I was never a fan of the Shi'ar either. It's not... But that's because of goddamn Jean Grey and her but fucking the, but Phoenix the, Force. That's uh, why. Imperial army for the Shi'ar is the shit. Like Gladiator? Yeah, Gladiator is awesome. Gladiator is a cold motherfucker. Man. In terms of casting, I think everything else is okay. I, I didn't mind the guy that played Cyclops. I think he played I, well. Young, young Cyclops? You have to get you have to be able to get expressions down with oh, a yeah, part of your face covered, which isn't easy to do. So it's all eyebrows and, and mouth for the most part. E- even the original casting of X of uh, Cyclops was actually James cool. Martin. Yeah, he was actually not not too yeah, bad. Yeah, nobody could play a second fiddle bitch like J.P. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Between this, Superman Returns, he played the second fiddle bitch. The Notebook, he played the second. But I, fiddle I bitch. think, uh, what's his? Oh, I forgot his name Brandon again. Ralph. The guy, yeah, I think the Adam. Would, yeah, the Adam. He could play a really good uh, Cyclops as well. Uh, Interesting enough, he had uh, um, James Marsden in the same movie. Yep, Superman Returns. Oh, that's right. He yeah, he was. yeah he was. Yeah, he was. What about? Would you? What about Mystique? Would you go back to like Rebecca Romaine Samos? Here's the thing. Or Rebecca Romaine? In, in the first movie, Jennifer Lawrence didn't have as big a role as she does in this. She did, but it, w- it was more just like, oh, let's wait to see how she turns side. But she wasn't a big name yet. It wasn't until the Hunger Games came out I that know, she was that's, in that. That's, that's, that's why it upsets up. me that, that like she was such a big part of this movie. I can't. If if they're to redo it, they got to do more than the slick back hair. It goes back to the hair to face ratio that we were talking about. And they got to do more yeah. than the scaly skin. It's it's again. Oh, she can shapeshift, so she's like a chameleon. Let's put scales on her. No, idiots. What the fuck are you doing? I am glad that Apocalypse wasn't blue. I think we talked about that as well. Even like, that. Yeah, but it's the blue people in there. Yeah, but it's the, the it wasn't that great. Oh no, it wasn't. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm mistaken. Not Apocalypse Angel. I'm like, I'm glad he didn't turn Archangel and he was blue. Although Archangel did look badass with the metal wings. But it's it would have been too much blue if they'd have made him blue. True, also. I agree. Like everyone's fucking blue in the X Men. True, I agree. I think they need to bring up the Shadow King. I think that'd be a dope villain. I think that battling Apocalypse was they too reached, early. Yeah, too early. Like there was 
there's so many other well they're doing the ne- villains with that they could have with the next one with he's playing Mr. Sinister yeah they should have done Sinister first I, I agree yeah that would have made sense yeah they would they should they should have done him first and then but they should have just capitalized on the, the but Fox is X-Men the DC and Marvel right constantly. now it's like, it's like we don't know what the f- we're just fucking throwing shit up in the air and hope that it sticks Goddamn shame. Um, yeah, next thing you know, they're gonna do Genosha. Just gonna put dinosaurs in the fucking X Men movie. <laughs> Although, if you were in Genosha, why wouldn't you keep one of those collars for Rogue if you were a Gambit? Like, here, yeah. put this on. Yeah. Your powers don't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Hold it. Sh- Let me get mine real quick. Like, I'm, that's another thing. Like, Rogue should have been a bigger character involved in in all this. Like, if they would have taken Jennifer, I haven't. Well, you if they would have taken Jennifer Lawrence and they w- instead of giving her the moniker of if she, instead of her playing Mystique and she would have played Rogue, then I would have it would have been a bit a, a easier pill for me to swallow. I don't like the fact that she's not the mother of Nightcrawler. Yes. And the only problem with Rogue, which they did it in the first three movies, and I'm glad she doesn't have her super strength and all that stuff until she meets Captain Marvel or Carol Danvers so they couldn't be like oh well now she's flying and she could punch people through walls because she doesn't have those powers yeah but you could have you could have built up all that within all these last movies that they made because you just, made enough movies to where you could have given Rogue her powers. I just, I just, I don't know how they're gonna play this off now. Like, I don't know. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It's gonna be another I'm goddamn not, reboot. That's what it's gonna be. Like, it's almost like this built into X Men One in a way, and it's like, well, no, not anymore, because and it's like Professor X is part of the fucking James McAvoy too, amazing like, casting. Did we talk about that the last time? Yeah. So I don't want to retouch on that. Professor Maybe X. Professor X amazing. Casting. Per- perfect castings for them. Uh, Michael Fassbender can sit and watch paint dry and we'll go pay money to see his movies. <laughs> he's, he's a Logan great, Marshall great. Green, Who's that? I think, would play a really good Gambit. Who's that? Prometheus. Remember Prometheus? Uh-huh. He's the guy that... He's, like, the main scientist guy. Like, there's the chick and the guy. He's the guy. From the from the movie Devil. He's the he's the guy in the elevator. You gotta show me a picture. You know who would play a pretty good... Um, he looks like Tom Hardy. A pretty good uh, Wolverine, too. You ever watch Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders? You ever seen The Brother? The Older Brother? You ever watch Peaky Blinders on Netflix? No. Great show. Another good show you watch. British show? British. Very British. Very British. British? <laughs> very, very British. Post, post-World War One British. Alright. Alright, how about we do some Uchi movie game? Alright, I'm done. Yes. Yeah, I'm done that movie game first movie first quote no the problem is i'm getting my ass kicked every other day that's the problem uh grandma's boy is incorrect for one shot the problem is i'm getting my ass kicked every other day is that the quote yeah all right next first movie second quote you mean there were times when you were scared to fight karate kid is correct <laughs> two shots. that's great do you even understand how hard it was to pick quotes out of that movie that's like a game in and of itself pick a movie pick a quote out of Karate Kid that no one would recognize okay I don't know how I feel about this peach and green oh that's right what 12 <laughs> okay <laughs> second movie first quote do you honestly think a Playboy centerfold would have nothing better to do on a night like Adventures in Babysitting is correct for three shots Elizabeth Shue is correct <laughs> for four shots <laughs> Oh man, Nicely I was actually done. gonna pull that exact line about the Playboy Centerfold. Oh, that's so awesome. That's a great movie. Okay. <clears throat> 80 what? steam Uchi movie game. What are we saying okay for? I got a movie. I got movies. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> Blinders! Is it a British movie? Um, no. <laughs> no, because Cyclops is a bit. Psylocke! Damn it! I fucked up my joke now. So they, Junior. Uh, let me find a good quote. Do you feel a little weightless now? Now that you're not carrying 
about the same. Well, well do you ever feel yourself trying to reach for it? Yeah, every day? every day. <laughs> He's a civilian now. Yeah, sans Gladys. Everybody's a suspect. First movie, first quote. Everybody's a suspect. Usual suspects? Damn. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, shit. Everybody's a suspect. Scream! Yes! Uh, okay. Um. Let me find the second movie. Scream? Uh, did you, you didn't even hear a shout out in the last episode? Was it 105, 106? The one we aired? Or the. Yeah, the one that we already aired, the Something Geek. Probably. Deja Vu. Probably not. Um. Shit. You can edit all this, correct? All this dead air? <laughs> oh, thanks. I was just going to leave it in. <laughs> Um, let's see. Today, Junior, right, while he's trying to find a secondary movie, let me talk about something real quick. We asked a fine gentleman on the podcast peeps show, or uh, message board, what are the things that we could talk a little bit about on the show? So, Oreos or Chocolate Chips Ahoy? Oreos. Man, I like Chips Ahoy. You can't make Chips Ahoy into a shake. Sure you can. Or you ever had two Chips Ahoy and peanut butter in the middle? Yeah. That is the best. Yes. Would you rather lose your sense of sight or your sense of touch? Sight. Shout out to Nick for this one. Wait. Shout out to Nick for the last one. Too. Does touch apply to like everywhere? Yes, your genitals as well, Rodney, since you're so worried about them. Okay, yeah. Sight. <laughs> yeah, sight. Okay, second movie. Second quote. Evil is good and ass is good, and if you find you a piece of evil ass, woo. Buffy the Vampire Show? No. Well, okay. Same genre ish. Next quote. <clears throat> right. Hammer to your toe or hammer to a finger? Finger. Toe. Yeah, I might go toe on that one. Yeah, you might not be able to walk after. That's okay. Go, go down on someone who hasn't showered in three days or get snowballed. I'm going to go with going down on someone. Depends on the right. chick. Second movie, second quote. You ever seen a wolf man? Yes. To the 25th power? Monster Squad? No. Do I give one more movie quote? Yeah, the yeah. third one's a gimme. <clears throat> There's not that many gimmies in this movie, though. Oh, great. Is it a British movie? Mm-mm, it's not a British movie. Watch this werewolf of London and it's somehow British. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Maria. Hello. Hi, Maria. This is... Bye. Hi, Maria. Bye. This is the, the uh, gimme. Interesting. I've been stabbed and I've been hanged and I've been burned. Even broken on the rack once, but I've never been shot before. It kind of itches a little. It's not Buffy. It sounds like Blade? Buffy. No. No. Underworld? Is it fucking Twilight? No. Gotta be something with is this something with vampires? Yes. Van Helsing. What's what's the com- comedy version of Van Helsing? Love Van Helsing. Did you say Love Van Helsing? <laughs> Man, I don't. I is don't it, know. Wait, 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 wait. Is it Vampire in Brooklyn? Yes. <laughs> wow. The one Eddie Murphy movie that nobody watched. So who's in both of those movies? Courtney Cox. It's beyond the actor. Huh? What? It's not. It's not an actor. It's supposed to be. Uh, I'm going on a limb here then. So how the fuck else are we supposed to tie these movies together? Oh, they're tied together. The director? Yes. Wes Craven? Yep. Wes Craven did Vampire in Brooklyn? Sure did. Uh, okay, that's it. It's yeah. a fucked up Ducci movie game for, <laughs> for all time. No, you, uh, I thought it was anything with it. Like, you could tell if it was anything. No. Alright, alright, moving on to the promotional segment. Obviously, we want to promote... Yeah, we're good, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, we want to promote UTJH. So, let's start off with the Get a Disease Network, starring You're Gonna Get a Disease. For your current events. Um, that just happened. For your weekly commute. Something Gate. For your drinking games. Das Drunks. For your Black Hunter games. And the sometimes the Veg Dialogues. That records once a month for five days. <laughs> uh, oh, so, Miguel Lepe is all done with the Super Picante show so 
Shout he's out he's to not you. doing my leg anymore? Is that series over? No, I think he's still working on that. Um, he just hasn't started yet. He's been a little busy. It's Ruby's birthday. Did we mention Ruby? Today's her birthday? Uh, Fuck, I think it was be. two days ago. Holy shit. I don't know. I don't know. What's today's date? The 21st? Oh, it's Cam Dupree's birthday. Did we say that? Happy birthday, Cam. Happy birthday, Cam. I don't know why uh, Facebook isn't showing birthdays. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who else. Shout out, shout out to Anton. Shout out to Rob and Dee Sandy's birthday. So shout out to Dee Sandy. So make sure you guys hit up Miguel Lepe. He's all over social media, so I'm sure you can find him pretty easily. The Fourth of July is coming, so make sure you do some really American shit. Have a cookout, swim a little bit, blow out some fireworks, annoy your neighbors as long as they're not me, and just remind people what makes this beautiful country absolutely great. We talk a lot of shit about where we live, but I can't imagine actually living anywhere else. So God bless America. If you're from another country, we love you as well. Don't think that, you know, we're being biased just because we're Americans. But this is what we know, so I'm going to say God bless America. And no, it's interesting. Yeah. So enjoy our day of freedom and remember how we got here. Speaking of which, buy American on 9-11. Yeah. November 11th is just around the corner. Let's turn, turn it into a shopping holiday and reinvest in the economy that the terrorists tried to ruin. Which means that we also have to go to Disney World soon. So when did this tragedy in Orlando happen? It was like two, two days ago. Three days ago? Like a week ago by now? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so it's like June, what, like June 10th? June 9th? Yeah, it's a good thing you had that fancy watch or else we wouldn't know what time it was. So should we experiment with same sex on that day? <laughs> in honor? If I'm going to suck a dick, it's going to be on this day. We are not poking too fun soon? at this whole Is thing. Is that too soon? Yeah. Too soon? Oh, okay. Too soon. Um, yeah, so what color am I changing my Facebook <laughs> profile picture to be? It, uh, apparently you can't do it to the American flag because that's No, but you can do it good. to the gay flag. Yeah. But you can't dance to uh, the American National Anthem, according to Was it Geico? Well, either way, shout out to all the gay people out there. Please don't let them don't let him don't bring let you down. Yeah, don't let them <laughs> shove you back into your closet that you came out of. Yeah. Is that... Stay proud, I guess. Yeah. Is what you say. So, yeah. Uh, any other shout outs? Chloe Grace Moretz, of course, shout you out for saying uh, Fat Kardashian. Fuck all things. Keep watching the uh, Marvel movies. I'm going to start really endorsing Marvel with the whole In Marvel We Trust because... In DC, I still have yet to really be disappointed. People could talk as much as they want about Civil War or whatever you want. In DC, I lose. There's still better movies. Faith. Anything else, guys? No, sir. Uh, oh, all Tony Arslan and Renovella on SoundCloud. Reading came first uh, by Roy Kinsey. Geeks of Go Go. Of course, Geeks of Go Go. Check out their website for uh, upcoming geek events. They've had a lot of good stuff going on lately. Very happy for them. we got to get them back on the show as soon as possible. It's been a long time. Yeah. Art of Nick Prowl yeah. on Facebook and Instagram, apparently. Yeah, the, even the ones that he's been posting, the, the one that he put about his daughter. Yeah. I was like, you motherfucker, you mm. almost got me. And then the following one, I was like, yes. I'm actually like happy for him. Like, yes, his daughter wants to play with him. Because in one of the strips, like his daughter's playing with a little girl. And uh, he walks over, he's like, oh, how would I be this person? And they're like, no, go away, dad. Nobody wants to play with you. So he goes to the corner and cries. <laughs> and then I think in the next the next strip, his wife comes over. She's like, what's wrong? And, and he's like, she didn't want to play with me. You know, I always knew this day would come. And she's like, oh, you know, it's going to happen. And he's like, well, aren't you worried that the, at some point there's going to be a time where she really doesn't want to play with you or want you around Don't, didn't you think that was going to be far off in the future and the wife's like move over so the two of them are crying in the corner then the the last trip was the daughter came up and she's like you okay dad and she's like oh well you know i really understand that you want your space and that i'm not always going to be able to play with you you know it was just a little it's like a little she's like well we need somebody to play the frog frog king and he's like I, i'll do it like he's all excited <laughs> either way so 
Uh, really, did you notice really, you were in a Star Wars one? Yeah, I did. I, I mentioned it to him, like, way to throw me in there on that. There's, there was a skit where his, his wife dressed up as a character from Star Wars. Who was it? So Katana. Yeah. Yeah, she actually did dress up as her for uh, the Joliet Star Wars Day. Quick Star Wars cliff notes. So Katano is the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. Hmm. Okay. So. Now I know who that is. So he's dressed up as her, or she's dressed up as her. And in the comic strip, all these guys are, like, taking pictures of her and stuff. And there's me in the background, just take, or in the foreground, just taking a picture with, with the other guys. Like, how the fuck am I there? The creepy guy? Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate to tell you. It's right. Apparently, I'm immortalized in comic strips like that. As a creepy dude? Yeah. Just like in real life? That's right. In IRL? Well, Nick loves the fact that we give a whole shout-out to our wives and then talk about people that we'd like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Because it'll never happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no. I've been giving the green light for Anna Kendrick, though. It still will never happen, but I've been giving the green light. I think Maria would be more mad that you got to Anna Kendrick first. All right, so that's all we got. Signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. Um, I'm Cesar Valdez. And um, that just happened. Tomorrow night. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. I still, I still think X Men is terrible. Terrible. Oh. How does it rate? So before we close out for that, Steve <laughs> uh, asked me how X-Men rates among comic movies. I'm going to take it a little one step further and say, let's do the order of every X-Men movie, including Daredevil and including the Wolverine movies. Including Wolverine and so, including Daredevil. So I'll do X2. No, I'm sorry. Deadpool. If we're including Deadpool, Deadpool's number one, first and foremost. X2, X-Men Apocalypse, X-Men First Class, X-Men 1, Wolverine. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You put Apocalypse before... Oh, okay, yeah, put Apocalypse, okay. Wolverine. Actually, I'll put Wolverine over X-Men 1. So the Wolverine. The Wolverine, the one that was in Japan. Yeah, of course. Just as bad as him. X-Men 1. <laughs> X, X-Men 3. And then Wolverine Origins is my absolute least favorite. I'd probably do the same, almost the exact same, except I liked Wolverine Origins better than I liked X-3. <sighs> Wolverine Origins is bad, but like the, the scene where he's chopping down that ladder is just like... Oh, such bad fucking cinematography. I like the Alpha Flight team, though. It would be Alpha Flight team. I would go... If we're including Deadpool, Deadpool. I'd be hard-pressed to find anyone that thinks that there's an X-Men movie better than fucking Deadpool. X-Men 2, X-Men 1. Because it was the first one. Um, That's a rough movie to watch. Have you tried watching X-Men 1 again? That's a fucking rough movie. Like, you watch it, you're like, holy shit, this was bad. No, I'll put X-Men 1 just for the sa- for the sanctity that it was the first one. For the sake of it being the first one. Same thing that happens to everything else. Oh! Days of Future Past, First Class. Oh, I'm sorry, before... I was gonna say, Days of Future Past before First Class? No, I'll, I'll do Wolverine first. The Wolverine? Yeah, then Days of Future Past, First Class, and then now this one. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Wait, where did X3 fall in that? Oh, that's not even on the radar. I don't believe, I don't even think that exists. Good? Yeah. Right. It's not as bad as X3. Uh, I'll give it that. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs>
I wonder how many people stuck around for the mid, mid credit sequence. Not many. I bet Dave Merkel does only because I guarantee you he listens to the end of every episode just when he hears so Just yeah. to buy himself. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha 